Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Safe Space. Um, I hope everybody's having a great week so far. So today we have, besides the usual of me and Carissa and Marcus, we have Blessing and Isaiah. Hey, guys. How are you guys doing this week? Hi. I'm good. Isaiah? Hi. Yeah, I'm okay. Doing all right. <laughs> Hi. I'm all right. My life's all right. So, how was everybody's holiday weekend? What'd you guys do? Uh, for me personally, I made food. <laughs> I cooked with my mom in the kitchen. I made a ziti, big mac and cheese. I uh, helped her out with the pumpkin pie. Um, I don't know. My sister and her husband came up. What? I'm so hungry now. Are you bringing that woman back open for, you know, the bridge? I hope you're bringing food. I didn't even know you could cook, Isaiah. I'm so upset right now. Anyway, so blessing. What? How was your How was your holiday? Um, it was good. I ate. We had a party for my brother yesterday. Oh, uh, nice. I got to catch up on some work and I slept. Okay. And uh, Carissa Marcus, how was your holiday? Yeah, so for me, I said that I was going to cook. I did. I baked a chocolate cake, and I also um, baked some mac and cheese. That was fun, eventful. Um, to remember the holiday, I don't know. It's kind of like a blur, a blur. I don't remember much, but I guess I appreciated the break from school, so that's good. Marcus? Okay, so my Thanksgiving, I ate here. Then... I went to my father's house. I ate there. Bam. Bam. Yes. I, I ate at both of their house. I had Haitian food in my father's house, which was cool. I had Haitian food in this house, which was cool. But different Haitian foods. So I got to eat some things differently. So what do you mean like two different types of Haitian food? Can you like explain that to me? All right. So here we had... We had some rice, had some legume and all that here. And then at my father's house, he had Lalo and all that. So, yeah. Okay, all right. The way you're saying it, I, like, I feel like I don't, I, don't, I don't know how to describe it. You're like, yeah, all right, yeah. Like, I'd... go to one place, eat there, then come here, and then eat, and then just relax. All right, all right. So... Last week's episode, we talked about some self-care, you know, because this is like a little small break. So what did everybody do for some self-care? Okay. Go ahead. Slept again for a good amount of time. I did a lot of sleeping. I've watched my favorite animes, which I always love. Comedy. Watched a lot of comedy to make myself. And I walked. Okay. All right. Okay. Nice. Nice. Uh, what? Anybody else want to share some self care that they did? Okay. Sorry, I'm back. <laughs> Hi. So Isaiah, we talk about self care that we did because you know you guys had a small little break this past week. So what did you do for some self care? Uh, honestly, uh, started drawing again. Nice. Okay. So basically, to ease my mind, I. You know, we'll, like draw on my wall, like drawing books. You know, it's really uh calming. So you you just wait. Let me get this. You went from drawing on your wall to. Well, I mean, no. <laughs> no, I mean, like I'll draw on my books, but like I'm working on uh my wall. Oh. Because okay. right now I have a design on my wall that I'm working on, and it's kind of oh. like a maze pattern. Got it. Like, and your like your parents are okay with like the action that's happening on yeah. your wall. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay, that's cool. All right, I'm excited for that. Awesome. Anybody else want to share on some self-care that they've, like, you know, reacquainted themselves with again? Um, well, for me, uh, I didn't, I can't remember much of the the weekend. I only got two days off from school, which wasn't much. I think I, like, watched a few vet shows and cried about the animals and stuff. I mean, crying is good. Like, it's releasing toxins, so I guess that's good. But this week, I started back crocheting, and... I don't know if I just love crocheting. I guess I'm a grandma at heart, and so yeah, that's something that I started back. It's really good for me. Nobody could see it, but like 
you know, our listeners can't see it, but she's like, uh, like she's a beast at it right now. She's she's getting her full grandma on, and I love it. It's pretty awesome. Blessing, do you want to share any of your self care that you've gotten back with? No. Okay. Totally fine. That was very forward to the point. So, um, I also, so some, a, uh, disclosure and forewarning to our listeners. I want to apologize. Um, uh, I have animals in the house and I know our listeners may have heard it last week. Um, my dog may have barked and I'm going to apologize now. I have two dogs if they bark again, because again, we are actually joining all, all of us are joining each other via Zoom. So if um if you guys hear some barking i want to apologize in advance um but how is it guys that we were joining again this week we have to join each other again via zoom so what's this experience like we're all in lockdown for the next week and a half so what's this like for you guys it's stressful to my eyes i'm tired of looking at my computer or my devices all day I used to like just go on my phone, but now I just yeah, just get headaches most of the time. Wait, what? It, it, we you kind of cut out right there in the last like five words. I get headaches, so when I'm like sometimes on my phone, mm-hmm. it causes me headaches, and I just put my phone down and I just lay down because I'm like on the computer for most of the day, and I have back-to-back meetings. I have to do homework for classes, which were a lot now I have um classes where I have to show my face really visible and actually see me. So I have to put my brightness on my top fully on my face. I don't I don't yeah. have a light it doesn't work. I can't whip the flip if the light bulb doesn't work, so I can't really do anything but to put my brightness up and it's all but, of my Yeah, that's it's a lot. So how about everybody else? So like, you know, Again, so Irvington and Newark were is them back in lockdown. Um, for, I think until end of next week, if I remember correctly, and to the point where only essential workers can go out. So, what is that like for everybody? It's torture. I don't like being indoors more than I have to. So the fact that I'm stuck indoors, especially when you have me and my brother having classes. My brother does it until 3, and at 12.30, it's torture. Because I usually would go to the bridge to do my homework. Right. Since my brother occupies the lap, the computer, so I'm dying slowly and painfully. You, you guys are all, like, on top of each other. It's on like Yes. It, it, it's not it. It's, it's not it, man. Right. Well, for me, it's something I've become uh, accustomed to now because my college is 100% virtual and we're going to be virtual in the spring semester. So it's something I've gotten used to and I didn't have to go outside much. I do not like going outside, so it is no problem for me. All right. All right. So, I mean, so for... Um, blessing Marcus and Isaiah, like you guys, your movements have been restricted essentially now from last week to uh, until the end of next week. You guys, who you guys who've been able to at least come to the bridge, you've been able to kind of hang out with us. So, what is that looking for you guys right now? That means staying home. I don't go anywhere, so I'm just home most of the time, and it's tiring to like stay home. Right. I'm like a more indoor person, so I stay home a lot. But really, like doing things virtually, like on the computer and everything, because it's really hard to learn. Like I said many times. Like the things that like making all of that, I have to do that virtually. 
because sometimes teach they show me how to do it and then I just don't get it sometimes because it's on a virtual thing. It's really hard to see. And sometimes I can lag out, cut out and all of that. So it's a lot of problems with that. Right. Yeah. No, that's what it sounds like. Um, so um, Isaiah, we haven't heard from you yet. So why don't you give us like your perspective on all of this? Honestly, the only time I would go out is like going to the bridge. Okay. And sorry, and sorry, I'm still trying to get a custom to Zoom because this is my first time ever using it, like ever. But um, um, yeah, the only thing I will do is like just go to the bridge, and while I'm inside, it's kind of boring. <laughs> like, yeah, I have trying. I mean, I have like drawing to cope with, but at the same time, it's like I kind of miss people. Yeah. And I think with this whole this whole quarantine, we've all been we kind of miss miss people. I don't think I've ever thought I'd ever hear it us say that. Like we actually miss human contact. So it actually now leads to my my first um, to our introduction to our topic. So Carissa, you actually thought about this topic. So why don't you kind of lead us into this? Okay, so the Gen Z or or era, we're basically living in like a technology zone. Like it's like a whole new utopia where we're now dependent on technology and we need it to like get things done. And especially even now, like everything is virtual. And with that, there's been a lot of complications, a lot of pros and cons. And now, especially for myself, I've found myself more than ever being addicted to. Uh, technology, which is something I've never would have expected for myself. And so I see this as a big problem that people recognize, but not too much. And so I thought it would be nice if we could talk about it. Yeah, no, I completely agree. So my first question for all of you, do you guys use social media in your, like, is it heavily integrated into your daily routine? For me, no. I barely, I use it to like, the only times I use social media is to like text people that really like ask me for something and most of the time I kind of check stories a little bit, but other than that, I don't do anything else with social media. I don't use it like, I might use it for maybe an hour, but any more than that, I might not, no. What about you guys? I mean, the only time I'll use social media is really to talk to my girlfriend. And like, uh, still communicate with Blessing and Amanda and all our other friends. Um, I don't really post much. Like, the only social media I use is just going on Instagram. Okay, but how often do you see yourself on Instagram, though? Oh, about twenty-four hours at least. Right. So that's what I'm saying. So, like, you know, we may not realize that we're on social media as much as we are because, like you know um like we're on our phones like when you're bored do you guys find yourself like oh let me just scroll through instagram or facebook or tiktok I'm, i don't have tiktok so i don't I, I don't know the tiktok life but but like so how often do you guys find yourself like when you have a second what do you guys do with that second yeah for me it's like become so instinctual like i would never expect myself to be like this but it's like an instinct. I'm like sitting down and then I'm like reaching for my phone and I don't even realize it. And yeah, it's just like instinct for me now. Like everywhere I look, there's technology and I just want to, I don't even realize what I'm doing, but I'm doing it. Right. So like when you're in the middle of a conversation, like, you know, when people are you're like, you're hanging out with people, like, what do you, like, are you on your phone? Like, when you're well when we were allowed to go out to eat so like how when you're like at a table how many times do you see people at a table on their phones like, like and you're like are you guys all really actually out to eat i mean even me and my best friends sometimes her and i are like actually like sitting most of the time on our phones and i'm like wait a minute i'm here to talk to you not my phone so, and think about your friends. Like, do you guys think your friends are like inter? Like, uh, is it 
social media really integrate it into their lives. Yeah, that's it. Blessing, what do you think? Yes, definitely. I would think that social media has become the new drug. It's like so addicting. And if you like watch Netflix's Social Dilemma, it was so eye-opening because everything that they said is, it is true. Like it's literally a tiny device that's controlling our lives. And what was really eye-opening is that the people who create these same addictive uh, devices or constructs, they mm -hmm. see that they don't allow their kids to utilize it. So they know how dangerous and powerful it is. But yeah, we're so we're just being more and more absorbed, and right. it's so hard to stop it now. Right. So my next question is: Do you find yourself spending progressively more time on social media to get the same satisfaction? Um, I guess to fill some need that you're not getting, like. Uh, on the daily i don't know do you, do you find that like because now those who have iphones they they time your screen time for those who have it and i'm like please don't do that i know i have i don't have a life don't remind me what do you think blessing um usually for me i'm i'm usually not on social media a lot but for my phone, the average that I'd be on my phone a week would be nine hours a day. I don't know if that's good or bad. I think the most I was on my phone was 12 hours. But usually I'm playing games, not really on social media. Because I've seen, like, I spent most of my time on games than I do on social media, I would say. Okay. Mainly because I don't like people. So... My question then is, do you guys rely on social media as a social source of excitement or to cope with boredom or loneliness? Boredom. Okay. To cope with yeah. boredom. Boredom. Yeah, definitely. I would use it for boredom. But like, they, uh, social media has a lot of subliminal messages okay. that you realize and it's like, it's changing our thought process and that's something that we need to focus on when we go into social media because it's something it's subliminal we're not supposed to be aware of it okay now do you think now that we've been in quarantine though how much do you think like not you guys in general like you guys specifically but in general how much do you think the social media aspect has increased or decreased i believe that has increased dramatically of people using it since we're at home now since they have more time to like more time of being bored they're going to utilize social media to check the different things they're watching and all of that and but in my case i really if you're including like youtube and all of those shows social medias then that means yeah i'm going to go to that a lot because i don't really use instagram but now i'm thinking about it I use it more like as a boredom and loneliness, depending on the type of social media you're talking about. But dang it, I just remembered too. I I use Discord, so I'd be on like at night. I'd just be playing Discord with my friends, and we'd be playing Among Us for like five hours. And yeah, I just remembered that was the social media, so it really impacted me. So yeah. All right now, think about it. You know, because social media can be through gaming. And there's so many different things of social media, gaming, um, uh, you know, not only Instagram, there's TikTok, there's chat rooms, there's, I'm sure there's other things, YouTube, uh, what else? Uh, there's, there's probably a hundred things that I don't know about that people can inform me. But since quarantine, there's so many things that have increased. So do you think, now think about that question again, do you think, do we rely now on social media as a source of excitement or to cope with boredom or loneliness? I think 
more of like excitement because there's a lot of ideas that you can use to program it. For instance, I can use an app called Twitch, which allows you to like. Oh yeah, Twitch! A- that was the other one I couldn't think of. Which you can be with famous YouTubers watching them stream and all of that, which is kind of cool. You can just be in the chat talking to random people, and I believe that a lot of people use this Twitch. And also, when people like YouTubers, famous YouTubers are live, it'd be a thousand or millions of people watching the live streams and all of that. So it's greatly, I think it greatly increased because people are like, they use a lot of social medias and there's different types. So there's no way to, to get away from the internet. Right. Um, what about Blessing or Isaiah? What do you think? I'm sorry, can you repeat the question? So now that, okay, so think about, so social media, you know, consists of things like Twitch, um, Instagram, uh, TikTok, YouTube, all these, you know, vast things. Now, now let's apply that to quarantine. And because of quarantine, we've been stuck, I don't know, almost a year. We're getting close to a year. And now you guys are in lockdown again. Um, But so now think about that question that I just said, uh, which was, do you rely on social media as a source of excitement or to cope with boredom or loneliness? Now, I'm not talking about you guys particularly, but what do you think about that now? Now apply that to quarantine. How do you guys think social media is used? Honestly, I think social media like cures boredom and like it makes you excited <laughs> because there's other people posting and like doing fun things or like just doing a lot with social media like while in quarantine and then like they come up with ideas that you can also do to like cure your boredom. So in some of those posts that other people make, um, yeah, you'd be like, wow, that's cool. And then just saying, all right, like, I want to do that. Right. Okay. So honestly, uh, I think it's honest. Yeah, I think it's helpful. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. so because that we've been in, in the sense of like withdrawal from human contact and the increase of social media, it could, it, it fills that void that we might be having. Yeah, but it also a lot of relations between us because would you say also it causes people to become lazy and okay. using it's, it's going to become more of addictive being just going to be on our phones all day doing nothing to like just not like having that time to okay so because I, I think Carissa, you said something last week that was kind of that intrigued me was that something about we're not going to know how to communicate with each other after this so can you say that again definitely because for so long we've been like isolated we go back into the real world per se and we have to interact with other people we won't know how to do that anymore because we've been apart from everyone for so long what do you guys think about that you know i again not think about us um our group that we obviously that we communicate with each other frequently but think about um generally as a whole do you think that is a a potential potential problem especially next generation kids that are growing up doing things virtually they won't be able to know how to greet someone they won't know the basic of having a conversation with someone in real life and all of that and it's just going to be like it's going to be awkward to like for me it's going to be really awkward to just be in quarantine and then come back to speak to someone in my opinion and i believe that's going to be for uh be not only for me but for a lot of people to just like speak to people virtually and all i mean physically and all of that Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you, you hit a good point there. The younger generation. So how do you guys think about the younger generation who now is heavily using social media to communicate with each other? 
now that they're coming out, will be coming out of quarantine probably within the next year, like fully back into immersing with each other. How do you think that, how are they going to interact with society? I think it's going to be hard for them to interact because even before quarantine, most of their lives was surrounded was social media like that's all they basically knew okay so for them to finally come out of quarantine and have to have conversations with each other i think it's going to be hard for them to get used to it because they're so used to texting or facetiming so i think they just it's going to take time for them yes the smaller generations are so smart i have my little stepsister right she yeah. can text someone she uses the little voice thing on the text so she just says what she wants and then she texts the person so also she does a lot of tiktok and she's really young so now I'm, go ahead yeah because tiktok she know how to text people they be on roblox sometimes texting all of that i'm like okay they know more than me and i barely know anything they they know the emojis to use i'm like oh my gosh now do you think that's helping them or that's hindering them though I, it's getting them prepared for what society has to come for so it kind of helps to them but at the same time it doesn't because they're going to get so used to it that they're going to become lazy as i said before so it's a kind of win lose situation okay Kristen, like you're ready, look like you already have something to say. Yes, I really do think it's hindering them because I remember when I, I was younger and I was like really learning the text language and so I was shortening and I was shortening a lot of my words. And then I found that when it was time to write my essays, I was also shortening the words. And that was like a major problem for me for a while. And so right now, like I still shorten my text, but I try to like type out the words to get that in my mind that this is the correct way to do things and I can't just do everything shorthand. But I can also see how it's beneficial because information technology is a new thing. It's going to take over eventually. And for them to be tech savvy, it's, it's very good for them. And so it's a plus and minus. So I agree with Marcus. That is so true. I didn't even think about that. That shorthanding of like saying things of like, you know, the way we text each other and like, we don't use like the full sentences, but like when you're writing like an essay or writing a professional email, you know, you don't want to see like, you know, the word, like the letter U instead of the word you, you know, somebody is going to see that and be like, are you incompetent? Like, you know, things like that, or, you know, you're not using full sentences. So, you know, again, is that helping or hurting? You know, how do we teach them coming out of this? Like, uh, you need to use full sentences, please and thank you. You know, we're deprogramming. But we're also saying, like, no, but stay tech savvy, but also use full sentences. But so these are things to, you know, keep in mind. So here's my next question. Do you, so do you feel in, a need to use social media and uh, feel edgy or anxious when you cannot. I will feel edgy or anxious if I'm not able to use YouTube. Like, think about when your phone is dead. Uh, I, I, I'm, I, when my phone's dead, I'm just bored because I have nothing to do. So all I do is just sleep. I walk around the house, walk back. I'm just going to keep walking around the house and just not doing anything productive or anything if my phone's dead. So what do you, what do you, the rest of you guys think? I feel like I can actually step away from social media for like a long period of time. Okay. The thing is like I text my girlfriend and like a couple of people like almost every day. So if I just like randomly disappear out of the blue, I'm just like, ah. <laughs> and you know, like in case of like my phone dying actually, um, if I told her or if I told anybody that my phone was going to die, it's like, oh, okay, then it'll be fine. But, you know, I just don't like leaving people hanging. And then that's when I get like really at you. Okay. Now, I feel like, I don't know, it just feels like 
a lot better being able to step away from everything for like a short amount of time or like for a while actually you guys sound a little too mature beyond your ears i'm very uncomfortable about, about this because some people would be like oh my god my phone is dead i don't know what to do what about, about you blessing um for me personally i can be off the of social media for a long amount of time i would say the only time only time I'm ever on social media is usually when I'm texting my friends okay. or I have nothing better to do with my life. But go ahead. But I like if my phone dies, it doesn't usually die. But usually I would be more focused on trying to finish homework or sometimes I'm just done with technology. Mm-hmm. So I'm not I don't know. I don't really like technology like that. So I'm more of a mind game type person. So I like coloring. So all in all, I don't care about technology. I'm going to just put it like that. Okay. So I can survive without it. Do you guys know people that you know that if their phone died or they can't get onto social media that, you know, they're going to like flip a table. I'm seeing some head nods. So can you guys explain that to me? Because I also know some people that if they can't post or they can't get onto their social media or they can't get on their phone, um, it's literally the end of the world. Yes, definitely. I can totally relate. And for that first question that you asked, uh, you totally called me out because that is me. And <laughs> for the person who totally flips out when they uh, can't get a hold of um, social media, that is definitely my brother. Like, he got so addicted. You can hear him up on his phone way in the middle of the night. And, like, he's 13. Like, oh, my gosh. Being a teenager. And then, like, whenever my parents take his phone, like, it's a completely different person. Like, I remember that literally like drugs like like someone who is uh facing withdrawal it, it's not good it's not pretty it, it's not okay um like even when uh something is taken from him he goes and finds another device and I'm like how where was that like how does that happen like you can take everything he'll find something else and that's how extreme it has become and that's crazy you'd never think something that's supposed to help you would do that to someone that is sad. That is crazy. Like, so did you guys ever find that point of your life that you became so attached to, I, I want to say your social identity, that it was like you had to constantly update, what, you know, what was going on to your Instagram or to your Facebook? I don't know. Is Facebook big to you guys? Am I speaking to the wrong generation? I sometimes use Facebook, honestly. Only like when to like update a picture of myself every now and again because oh, wow. siblings just have baby pictures of me. So like if anybody ever looks at their Facebook profile and they just see me, I'm like, okay. It's like I don't look like that still, but oh, so cute, Isaiah. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, all right. So I'm kind of like Facebook is like outdated with you guys. So Facebook is like big for that was big for me. Um so, so Instagram is big for you guys. What is big for you guys right now? Instagram yeah, is just Instagram. Big for me. Instagram. Um, Instagram and TikTok for most people. Oh my god, Instagram! I don't even understand TikTok. I don't either. It's okay. All right, perfect. So, but did you guys find like when you guys first got your Instagram, like you found that you had to keep like posting, you had to like get your Instagram stuff out. Like, what was that like for you guys when you first got that? I mean, the main reason I had Instagram was to text my friends. Okay. So, I didn't start posting till like, one year after. Okay. So, eh, Instagram is, it's an app at the end of the day. All right. Uh, for me, I can say I didn't download Instagram until two years ago because people were asking me, hey, what's your Insta? and I didn't have one, so I was like, okay, I'm going to try this out. 
like the first time I saw the pictures and then I mean I posted a picture and I saw the followers coming I'm like oh this is cute so I'm like I posted another one and then more followers and it's like somewhat like you're craving it and yeah like I realized that uh for other uh people like depending on the pictures they posted that's how many followers they'll, they'll get so for example if a girl takes a picture and if she's wearing a dress she's fully clothed barely any followers but then once she posts a bikini picture that's like millions of people oh my god you're so pretty this and that and so I really I realized that earlier on and I don't know I just started removing my pictures because I'm like I don't really need to crave this attention because I can give myself all the attention I need and it's just it but you can you guys see how easy it is to fall into that trap though yeah yeah did you guys ever find yourselves falling into that trap i know for me um i don't don't really care about like posting too much like honestly i do whatever that makes me happy like personally so like if i go like to a family event or anything you know i'm just posting pictures of my family it's like how whatever likes you get how many follows i ever get i don't care that's awesome (laughs) yeah i'm having a good time on the app I have pictures of my dog on my Instagram. I mean, my dog is my life, and that's about it. Both my dogs. So, but yeah, okay. I mean, it it the attention that people get on Instagram it can be very appealing. So, um, do you think that for majority of people, the it could be hard to quit or reduce social media? Yeah. It'll be hard to quit since you already has been to Instagram for or any social media platform for a long time. It's like trying to say that you have done something like you've been like a tech guy for a couple or more years than that. And then they told you quit and you really love that thing. It's like you have a passion for something, but then you have to quit it for a certain reason. So I don't think it's going to be like a long process for them to be ordered to like realize that they have to quit that thing. And I think for a lot of people, they're going to refuse to quit. Okay. Yeah, I feel that in a sense, like, social media is more like a drug than, like, anything because of how addicting it is and, like, the way how it can actually, like, change a person. And it's weird. I mean, it does. I mean, there's been multiple stories of, like, of people doing things that they just... I don't know. I don't know how to really say it, but they just like, uh, they just do a complete 180 whenever it comes to social media. It could, you guys think it could bring like the ugly side of people? Yeah. Does anybody know about anybody in particular that they want to share? Or like, I'm trying to think of like, I can try to think of something in my own personal life that I'm trying to think of someone in particular. And I'm sure after we get off this recording, I'm going to be like, oh, you know. I'm just trying to think of someone in my life, but I know a friend of mine in particular that she probably will quit her Facebook for a week and then she's back on it. And I'm like, why, why can't you just stay off? And she's like, I, she's like, I can't, I literally cannot. And the pictures that she posts, I'm like, this is not your life. And she's like, and she's told me, she's like, I need to do this because I need to feel better about myself. So why, like, what do you guys think about that? Like, when they when they have to do things, like, she put, she literally has told me, and, and it's one of my dearest friends, she says, like, I have to post these pictures because I need someone to make me feel better about, my, about myself. Yes, I can totally relate once again. There's someone in my family who only does things for show, and it's, like, it's so irritating. Like, I can't understand why. They'll, like, buy you gifts yeah. and pictures just to post it. Like, I don't see what's the reason. You're not really doing it for you or for anybody, but just for validation. I, I don't get the point. And yeah, social media, I don't know. I guess it has its pros and cons, but I'm just seeing the the cons. And even for myself, like I've been telling myself, oh my God, I'm going to take a detox because this is not good for me. It's just draining me and yeah. I'm in control of it, but it's still controlling me. And so 
hopefully I'll reach to the point where I can finally take that detox that I need and let go of it forever. Why do you guys think it has so much control over us? Because we are giving less up. We're are unable to do a lot of the things, so we're given less opportunities to do things. So now that we have the internet on our side, which is the only reliable source that we can use at the moment, we have to use that and just go with it. That's what we always do. Whenever we can't do one thing, we always have to do the other. I think it's kind of like more of a, it's also on the lines of like a power trip or like popularity. Okay. Because, you know, people genuinely do look for satisfaction, like from other people. You know, like they seek validation from pictures they post and like they actually care about like what people say, like what comments. And I can understand that. I mean, I was the same way, like for a really long time. But um, I honestly don't know what changed. I just stopped caring. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and stopped seeking validation for people. I don't know. Just doing you is like the most important thing. Just making sure yourself is happy. I mean, we're all human, right? Hmm? I said we're all human. There's you know, that need, I think it comes down to also that need of self, that acceptance. We're always looking for that social acceptance from people too. Um, so trying to see how much time we have left. Um, so I'm going to ask, so let's see. My final question is, does social media cause problems in your life or conflicts with loved ones or just people in your life in general? Can it? Well, let's just we'll make it more broad. Can it? It could, but that's the moment for me. I haven't had any problems with friends or anything. But for like people that you don't know, it can cause a lot of problems, especially because there's a lot of toxic people in the world that just does dumb things a lot of times, which are annoying, and it just causes a lot of emotional stress and all of that. Sometimes I had experience some people just trying to like mess with me and all of that and thinking that I was and they were younger than me I'm like oh my god why are you like why are you doing that I, I didn't care so I left the game left games sometimes having to like rage quit and all of that a lot of times and all of that but with friends we might get a little mad at each other but we won't get to the point where we're like not friends okay but other than that we do laugh a lot have you guys had any, like, do you guys know of any issues of people that have had, it, like, conflicts over social media? Like, has it caused problems? Like, I can't believe you, you know, took pictures or you were with so-and-so when you were supposed to be with me or um, I'm trying to think of, like, I know uh, when they're with MySpace, that's how far back I'm going. It, when we had MySpace, you had, um, like, you had your, like, top eight friends, and, like, we had, if, you know, your number of friends, like, if you were not in your, like, the, uh, where you ranked on your friends was a big deal. So, it was bad. Okay, guys, don't even laugh at me. So, like, if you were not in, like, my top three, like, people used to be like, why did you not put me in your number, like, top three? And why did I drop to four? What did I do? So, like, did you, like, I don't know how your conflicts go, but, like, that's, like, how sometimes my conflicts on my social media. Yeah, the whole entire reading thing sounds like chaos. It was chaos. It was so bad. Like, they're like, how did, how did so-and-so jump to number one? I'm like, I don't know. I just couldn't make the numbers up. I let MySpace do it for me. Yeah, you see a lot of relationship drama from time to time. But in my personal life, uh, I've seen like a lot of friends complain that we're not really taking the time out to really finding out how they're doing. We're just watching their lives from a distance. And that is very true. Like we don't really take the time out to connect with people anymore. So we're losing that touch. And for me, I can talk on my behalf because mm. it's happening in my life. Uh, I've been so consumed by my phone. Like, I have family in my house, and I haven't even taken the time to get to know them. And, like, we live in the same house. So that is, like, something major. And 
yeah, this is needed because I needed this reflection today. Maybe you could send them a text message. Say, hey, I'm here. And they can send one back to you. Yeah, definitely. They actually do that sometimes, but it's not the same. Like, we're in the same place. Come on. Listen, I'm not going to lie. My I sent my mom a text message to tell her her, her dog was hungry. <laughs> so I didn't have to get up. So I'm not going to see. That's what I mean. Like, how we rely on... Um, on our phone, social media, like, I saw her dog was, like, getting hungry, and I was, like, um, I'm, you know, because I'm working from home, so I was, like, hey, your dog's hungry, and she got up, and she, like, looked at me, and was, like, really? I was, like, yeah, I'm working, so, hey, it works, just FYI, everybody, so, but really, though, on your own lives, though, like, have you guys know any situations, I mean, you don't have, you can make it general, um, and just say, like, I know a blank, blank, of like something in particular that like has it caused drama it can cause drama between friends blessing do you know anything because you're kind of staring at me um what do you what is your thoughts about this you've been quiet for a little bit i mean yeah social media does cause drama or in my case or personally they use it to escalate the drama Okay. Because I've been in the situation where drama started, like, we were in school and the drama started there. But then they'll use social media to just keep making it bigger than it needed to be instead of just talking it out like regular people. Yeah, and keep hyping it up. I literally had to, like, tell them just talk to each other because it was BS at that point. Like, you're making something bigger than it needs to be. You can just talk to each other. You're, like, five feet apart. There you go. And it's, like, like when we see Twitter wars, like, between celebrities. They're useless. Honestly, they're useless. But people need to entertain themselves, so. I love a good Twitter war, not gonna lie. You know, I'm on that. I'm, like, what they say? in school one time they literally had a whole argument and fight over like they were they were like having a debate X, you know when they used to just have this debate about xbox and playstation they literally had that whole playstation time. is better um trash <laughs> <laughs> but like they had the whole argument they started posting things like about showing this like they posted a whole picture of this guy saying that he plays in Xbox, et cetera, et cetera. He's trash and all of that. Yeah. And it, it got really bad. Mm. Yeah, see what I mean? Like, people find things over. And by the way, no, it's not Isaiah. I heard you. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's what I mean, though. Like, see, people find ways to, like, just hype things up. And you're like, but, but social media can contribute to this. Imagine when life was not so... Like, you know, it was not there. And there was a time, believe it or not. But, you know, because, and we can go into a whole nother conversation about, like, how bullying is doing through social media. But I'm not going to open that can of worms because we're pretty much out of time. So we're going to wrap it up. Um, and I want to, obviously, I'm going to wrap it up with uh, final thoughts. And I'm going to thank, first, first I'm going to thank uh, Blessing and Isaiah for jumping on because they jumped on with us last minute. And you guys are awesome for doing so. So thank you guys um, for that. Uh, so let's start with last minute thoughts with Marcus. Marcus, let's just, what do you want to tell our listeners? Our listeners. Okay, thank you for listening. Just remember that. Like, you did. Wait, you're kind of all over the place. Go ahead. Just know that social media can really impact your life or not impact your life for a good or bad cause, depending on how you use it. And you should always use social media for a good way because you can. Anyway, if we're talking, we're talking about a lot of bad stuff about social media. 
But in reality, it can also be a good use of resource for you. It can also be something that you like. And don't get discouraged because we're talking about it in a bad way and all of that. But I believe sometimes social media can be really useful to me. And like every time like um I see my friends like all the time when I used to like meet with them, see different things in social media, I was amazed because I haven't never experienced using social media and there's a lot of things that you can learn from it. So thank you. Awesome. Um Isaiah, why don't you go next? Uh, I just want to say thank you for listening uh, to this episode of the podcast. Yeah, to this podcast, not that, I suppose. But um, uh, I feel like the most important thing or like my final words are for you just to take time out from social media. I mean, it can be little, like small individual breaks. It doesn't have to be such a long streak, but you shouldn't let it run your life. You shouldn't let it like ruin your life. Sometimes you just need to take the time out to focus on yourself. And self-care is the most important factor of your life. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, and Blessing, go ahead. Um, thank you for listening today. Um, like, I, like they've said, make sure you take breaks from social media sometimes. Take time to focus on yourself and even through all this quarantine and whatever. Check up on your friends. Make sure they're doing okay. Thank you. That's awesome. And Carissa. Always remember your followers do not define you and make sure to always be on top of your screen time. And it's never too late to do that detox. Awesome. Uh, and to uh, piggyback on everybody. Yeah. You know, uh, social media detox is so important more than ever right now, especially during this whole quarantine process and, you know, self-care. Um, you know, instead of calling your loved ones through social media, actually pick up the phone and call them, FaceTime them. Um, there's ways to get in touch with everybody. So, uh, I definitely want to thank everybody for joining us for another episode of the podcast. You know, we appreciate you guys coming and listening to us each week. We greatly appreciate everybody. You know, you guys are more important to us than ever. Um, I did want to point out that uh, one thing I think we always lack is music of some sort. I think we should have a theme song uh, to bring us in and then bring us out because I just think we should. So if some form of talent wants to, uh, you know, jump on this, we would totally appreciate it because uh, it would be great. Um, you can check us out on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean. Uh, you know, rate us, follow us, subscribe to us. Let us know what you think. Your opinion matters. Your voice matters. Uh, let us know what you think on our website at www.theimanisafespace.com. And uh, we can't wait to hear you guys next week. Thank you. See ya.